this is Blasian Radio. Good morning, goodbye, good evening. This week, we have a special guest, Roland. I don't know his last name. He's someone that we met recently. He's always sliding into our DMs, but we're very happy to have you here, Roland. Hi, guys. Um, As you said, I'm Roland, long-time listener, first-time recorder on Showa. Really happy to be here. And we also have Chrissy. Hey guys. Um thanks again for tuning in. We got Roland this time. Um Roland, I guess maybe it'd be good to give give a little bit of context to yourself. So um Roland and I also went to the same university with Loretta, but I don't yep. think you two um knew each other, did you, at uni? Our no. paths didn't cross. Chrissy no. wanted to keep all her friends for herself. That's how she re- <laughs> retained B-knock status, as she'd say. That is true. That is true. Yeah, you're right. For um, those who don't know, B-knock is big name on campus. Thank Self-proclaimed you. by Kariska Gill. <laughs> KG banter queen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but... we went to Australia is how we met. Yes, we did. So Roland and I did a semester abroad in Australia. Um, yeah. It was fun. It was wild. It was loose. It was wild. Um, it was yeah. wild. Um, and then we came back and lived our boring lives. And now, where do you work, Roland? You don't have to say the company. Uh, so but, I work outside of London, unfortunately, for an aviation consultancy. Yeah, no fancy sounding job title or company, <laughs> but um, it's all right pays the bills loretta how does that compare to your big fancy company i work at a big job with my big salary you know (laughs) we got two big dogs and (laughs) you both are nigerian well loretta half Um, (laughs) how does it feel loretta you got someone stealing the stage from you today i just i feel like roland brings a particular flair that I couldn't bring. That's not true because I'm. It's the extra fifty percent. It's the peanuts. That's what it is. Roland brings a willy. Yeah, the guy's perspective for once. Yes, I am only half Nigerian. I'm still not going to tell anyone what the other half is because that's none of your business. Is it Kenyan? No, it's not Kenyan. Is it somewhere in Europe instead of Africa? Is that where? She's half Polish. What? Are you <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so like such a curveball in the mix. People um, used to think I was Spanish. Then we could call you it Blasian East, Blasian East European podcast. No, <laughs> that has no flair to it. It's a bit long. <laughs> Anywho, shall we give a little rundown of what we're covering today, Loretta? Yes. Oh, just I'm... one more thing. You mentioned at the start about how I'm always in your DMs, but I still haven't received any praise for the new fan base that you've been getting from when you guys decided to give a little clip snippet of what you actually talk about on the show on your Insta page, rather than just laughing. Uh, yes, yes. New Thank podcast you, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're welcome. As I said, hire me as your marketing manager. I'll I told you, mate, you're on furlough, right? And you're getting paid <laughs> yeah. 100%. You I might as well furlough. come do it. <laughs> but um, I, I don't get out of bed for less than 20 quid an hour. So. <laughs> you, don't, you don't make any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, but... you're, you're getting nothing from us. But we appreciate the, uh, the advice. Um, and if anyone else listening has any tips like Roland did, please do let us know. Um, always looking to improve so we're going to do a series of dance moves across the various topics that we're going to be covering in this week's episode so first and foremost we're going to be doing the sophie baxter murder on the dance floor into our first topic it's sophie ellis baxter i'm i'm what i don't you ruin things you ruined things. I don't know why you just did. You can't, you, you can't say things, right? And it really stresses me out. <laughs> I have the Queen's pronunciation. <laughs> so first of all, we're going to be doing the Sophie Ellis Baxter murder on the dance floor onto our first topic, which is fetishization. Oh, that's a big word. Fetishization of various races. 
And then we're going to be doing the worm into our segment. We're not going to tell you what it is yet. And then we're going to be doing the twerk into the uprise of hate crimes against people of Oriental Asian descent. Finally, we're going to do the Dougie into blackface and the cancelling of various popular daytime and evening shows. Let's take it away, kids. Woohoo! So our first topic is going to be surrounded around fetishization, and uh, I guess what brought this on is I was having a conversation with Roland um, the other day on the phone, and we were talking about how ideally, like marriage-wise, we'd like to marry someone of our culture, um, and so we want to talk about everything surrounding that. But also, um, I've got a friend of mine who's black and she doesn't like it when, you know, guys have a preference for black girls, um, especially like typically if they're white. Um, or for me, for example, like my ex-boyfriend, most of his exes before me were like typically like small brown Asian girls. Um, so, Roland, what are your thoughts? Um so yeah i've spoke to friends about this as well and um, they've always found it weird say like uh if they've because they've all dated in the past and have more relationship history than i do i am single um and i've never had a girlfriend but um they've all they were saying how it's weird when say if they've slept with a girl and then the girl turns around and is like oh like I've never slept with a black guy before and it's just a bit like mm, like what basically what's what's your intentions with um giving them that information are you like is this just like a rebellious thing for them or like basically just why because um do you tip you wouldn't typically turn around um to say a boyfriend of yours and be like oh my god do you know that like you're the only white guy I've dated or something like that my issue is that it seems as if people make a lot of detours through you know the forest and different races when they know they're just going to end up where they think they should end up you know and Mm. i'm someone who's very open and very fluid in their respect of i could end up with anybody but what I don't like is that I went on a date with a guy once, you know, he met me in person, we then spoke on the phone, he then asked for my number in person, I should mention, um, we then went on a date in person, after the date we then spoke for a few days and then he just randomly turned around and, so he's from Pakistan, and he randomly turned around and he said, oh I've just realised that you're not from Pakistan, and I just didn't know. <laughs> Why did he only just realise? Could he not tell? <laughs> <laughs> I, you can, contrary to popular belief, I am black. Just because I listen to indie folk music, that does not mean I'm not black. And I was just shocked by it. The fact that, so I guess Roland, I'd probably prefer your perspective. Yeah. What do you feel about people making this detour when you just know where you're going to end up? With, um, yeah. So um, I think what happens is that as you get older, so I I can say from my um like well well yeah just my opinion basically as you get older so um obviously family is really big and important to me and like um my like immediate family and my just cousins and like we're all like one big so my mum had um eight sisters there's eight girls and ten boys and like all of our cousins were like just one pure Wait, mesh. Eight yep. girls and ten boys. Eight girls. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong, 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 wrong. Damn, that was wrong. There's eight girls and two boys, so ten in total. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> difference. Yeah, I did say that wrong. Um, but um, and we are Nigerian, and our family is so intertwined. So I was just at a family barbecue the other day, and it's like just like the singing, the dancing, the like native stuff. Uh, marrying a Nigerian woman would be like the easiest most 
stress-free life because you don't really need to explain stuff so for example i visit nigeria a lot um i used to go every three years when i was younger and then like last year we went twice in a year and um my for example my mum wants to live in nigeria so right now she lives there part-time six months there six months here and it's like when i one day have my family and kids will probably like just spend the whole summer in nigeria nigeria is a different place all right like these street these lampos that you be ta- so my mum lives in a village let me just say the city of course a lot more developed but my mum lives in the actual village so these like street lights that you be taking for granted like there's none of that like the blimmin the electricity just cuts out during the day during the night at random times and it's just like so much stress-free and peaceful to bring someone that already knows about this um into your family and also because as a family as i said we're very close and my mum sees it or how we typically see it is that when you get married you sort of marry the whole family not just the partner so it's not like you just go off and do your own thing and my older sister recently got married well about two years ago and now her husband's family is just it's just all one big family and i feel like um sort of like western relationships hasn't like from what i've experienced hasn't been the same sort of integration so trying to get my mom and say like sally from down the road to be like best pals and like want to do the same activities and completely understand everything i know it is like of course you're you're the one in a relationship with the other person so you two can go off and do your own thing it's just would you necessarily whether i would necessarily want that which i don't think i would but um yeah i get what you're saying but i i feel like you're over you're overlooking a big thing which is attraction like yeah what are you gonna do if you fall in love with a girl who is let's say white or a yeah. indian or um latinx or far east asian like from anywhere other than nigeria or even yeah. not not even uh black what are mm. you gonna do yeah yeah so um falling in love itself i just think wow um because sometimes i just don't think love is real um (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it's it's a choice some some could say it's a choice you make at the end of the day it's sort of like choosing i choose you rather than i'm so in love with you and blah 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 but um so i definitely don't discriminate and if i fell in love with someone that itself would be like quite a big shock so i definitely take that it's just uh if you sort of did a gun to your head what do you want type situation like the most ideal scenario then it would be that but realistically you can't just plan your life like that can you the heart wants (sighs) what the heart wants but um so loretta you worried that if this is just a big song and dance everyone does until (laughs) until they finally realize that a peaceful life or a stressful life or just an optimum life is just sticking to your own culture because i think yeah it's more about like more the culture in this rather than actual just a black person so that's why i mentioned nigeria specifically rather than just a black girl so i have dipped my pen in in various different inks you know i've you know dipped it in you know colombia india australia iceland inuit and (laughs) how old are you again (laughs) <laughs> I don't do it because I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have all of these adventures with people of various backgrounds, and then not, and then just realize I'm just gonna end up with someone who's half Nigerian, half the other place I'm from. I don't, I don't see it like that. So I would hate to kind of paint everyone with one brush and go, mm. everyone's just making this detour. But my issue is there are people who are quite literally just making the detour. And they know this, they're vocal about it. Mm. And I just think that's, I think it's so upsetting. I think it's irresponsible. And I, it's not to compare, fuck it, I'm going to do it. It's like when you date a bisexual girl and I'm bisexual. It's when you date a bisexual girl. So two girls are dating, one's a lesbian, one's a bisexual. And the bisexual girl just goes back to men. Like she makes a quick detour into sleeping with women when she knows I'm gonna be with a man and we are going nowhere and it can be so hurtful 
that's my I'm not saying whether it's right or it's wrong I'm just saying it can be so hurtful yeah because I agree with you I also think we're it's it sounds a bit like we're saying like our interracial couples don't work because yeah uh, for example my family so I've got five cousins and four of them are half white only one of them's like full Indian and even my sister she's dating now living with a white guy um and like everyone gets on well like we have family barbecues similarly and um it's all fine you don't really notice there is a difference but I think it kind of stems down to like maybe a little bit of how traditional your family is um how maybe religious your family is because I know your family's quite Christian aren't they Roland yeah. Um, yeah. so I think it also stems on that because for example my mum and dad my whole family really came here when they were very young so they're pretty much more I'd say more British than they are Indian um and my grandparents very, very, like, uh, fortunately, like, were happy for them to date whoever they wanted, their kids. So it's ended up, obviously, with both my uncles marrying English white women. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think it's, um, I think it definitely depends on families. And when I definitely don't want to take away from the fact that, like, you know, you should just fucking go for who you want, basically, regardless yeah. of colour um, or sex. Yeah, what you mentioned about, um, so basically, basic, like how traditional, I think was the word you used, traditional, because, for example, you mentioned the Pakistani boy, Loretta, because um, I've got um, a few Indian friends from university, and it's just the... Uh, it's like sort of given almost guaranteed almost like no way in hell this isn't happening but when they sort of get married their parents will just move into the house and it's like if they explain that well you wouldn't even have to to like someone else who is from india because they know that that's the culture and that's the expectation compared to explain it to someone from the western world and then she turns around like why do your parents have to live with us your mum doesn't like me something like that all this drama and it's just yeah I honestly think it is it is a bit about like a peace thing obviously the heart will want what the heart wants but if you could write down on paper um, I think some people might choose the easier option but I guess going back to then what you're going to do going forward so like how is it going to work rolling for you for example like are you only going to date now nigerian girls or does it have to be like nigerian girls from nigeria or like nigerian girls like that were born oh, here? Like, yeah well, too, i feel um, like it's too difficult to just have an ideal it is so basically my heart is very open to whoever wants to slide in my dms wherever you're from at rolo junior instagram but, stop um, but... plugging yourself <laughs> stop I'm, I'm learning from loretta this is what she does every week but um yeah so i would say um i am going to date whoever comes along and that i like on a personal level but um if they happened to be black and from nigeria then that would be like an added bonus but yeah very wow. single very open <laughs> yes yeah, if you've got the same family values and your family wants to be integrated into my family and like do everything together then that's basically what I'm looking for. Roland, I don't know why you're pretending that you're not butters. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, slide on my Insta. Let, I'll let you decide for yourself. Yeah, I've just yeah, gone yeah. public again. I used to be private. <laughs> Have you gone public because of this podcast? <laughs> Mate, Joker. you never know who could be listening. Yeah, true. And with that, I say we move on to our next one. So... Now we're going to be doing the, the worm, because I can't think of another dance move, into our segment of the week. And because we've got Roland on the call, I thought it'd be good if we got to know each other. Oh. Kick it off, Chrissy. Damn. Okay, so we've decided to ask each other questions. Um, so I'll start. Roland, 
If you became <laughs> a multi-millionaire overnight, what would you buy? Uh, loads and loads and loads and loads of property. God, that is Obviously. a fucking depressing answer. That is when you know Mate. you you have turned old. <laughs> Did economics at uni? Look, we've got one Earth, yeah. We're not getting any more land. The land's always going to be going up, and then you could just live off the profits. I mean, live off the rent, the sales, whatever. Ah, oh, Loretta, what's your claim to fame? Oh, that's hard. I've got a couple. Um, I'm going to use this as a hype myself up part, so <laughs> I can do a headstand, um, I'm a published poet. Published in what? I am poet, so I'm published in an anthology, it came out like two months ago, it's a thing. Nice. Okay, Chrissy, would you rather be eaten by a shark or die in an earthquake? I think it has to be dying in an earthquake. Eaten by a shark sounds fucking savage, doesn't it? Like, but all those limbs. Bricks. Sounds better, does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither, neither sound good, to be honest, but I can't, I can't imagine, like, your last moments in the sea, a shark pulling away your limbs. I don't know. Yeah. So I've heard that they don't swallow you whole, they just take a limb. Yeah, so it's limb by limb. Yeah. yeah. Sounds rough, man. That's a, that's a no for me. <laughs> Loretta, back at you now. If you had a day left to live and you could spend it with anyone you choose, who would it be? And that oh. can be a famous person as well. It doesn't have to be um, someone oh. that you know. Like your mum. <laughs> there's like, there's what I want to say and then there's what I should say. Oh, I do what I shouldn't say. So I think I'd probably want to spend it with someone like... Oh. Roland. No, I'd want to spend it with... <laughs> I'd want to spend it with Ashley, who's my best friend. Oh, that's, that's who I should bullshit. Be. <laughs> that's who I should be. If I really only had one day left on this earth, I'm spending it with my ex-boyfriend who doesn't love me and I know I know I shouldn't say that I Loretta, know leave these know. guys alone I'm lost in this I don't know what to say <laughs> yeah Chrissy what's something that I would never guess about you you would never guess that I went to an all girls school <laughs> yes, oh, <I> would. <laughs> what do no, you mean? Because, because people that go to all girls schools get the uh, reputation that they can't speak to boys, and you know they're all That's weird. That's not true. That they do. They get that I reputation. Went... I had it my whole life. Listen, I went to an all girls school for sixth form. What? And those girls all were girls? moving mad. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you know, like it's. You know it's a girls' school from like lower, like year seven to year eleven, and then they let the boys in in year twelve. Oh, yeah. Roland, would you rather live forever or choose one person to bring back from the dead? Oh, live forever. What? <laughs> I feel like I ain't got no ties to like. R.I.P. my grandma and my granddad, but um, I ain't got ties like that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, should I be like, bring back David Bowie or something like that? I'm like, nah. <laughs> Mate, because you know what as well? The world is just going to keep advancing and advancing. And being born and dying is like going to the cinema, watching a film and missing out on the ending. To live in forever, you get to see the end of the world. No, fuck living forever. Have you seen Edward Cullen from Twilight? Like, his life's just Groundhog Day. (laughs) 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 Honestly, I always think, I don't know why anyone would want to live forever. Like, that sounds horrific, seeing everyone you know and love die, and then just living on this earth. Fuck that. Now we're going to move on to our second topic, which is about, so we've, so a a bit of context around this. Um, 
I found out uh, through, actually it was one of my friends, but it was a source. Uh, I then Googled it. But did you know the highest number of hate crimes in the UK are actually against Chinese people? Um, or I guess more broadly, um, people of kind of Far East Asian or Oriental Asian uh, backgrounds um, and I was talking to so I've got quite a good friend that I uh, I play badminton with um, who um, is he's Chinese descent and uh, he was saying like yeah it's really high in Chinese um, in in the culture to, to get uh, to receive racism um, but he says no one does anything about it like i.e. The, the people they don't report it uh, he says like they just sort of walk it off uh, and then it got me thinking like how many times have you heard someone say you know like oh um i'm not going to say the word but you know like the the term c-h-i-n-k yeah like um yeah. how many times have you heard people say that how many times have you heard you know little digs and stuff and it got me thinking so um and i guess obviously with the rise of coronavirus um we saw a massive increase in those kind of hate crimes too so it's interesting i just feel like it's something we don't really speak about um when we talk about hate crimes you know we always think like white on black or white on brown um but we yeah we we don't think about that as much so is that hate crimes towards them being really high all the like basically all the time or just now because of coronavirus i think i actually heard this before coronavirus um yeah so i actually went out with um a group of people in Aldershot and Aldershot is like um there's a big like nepalese community here um i think it's something to do with it being like an army it's an army barrack and a lot of people came over for like training or something i'm not really sure what the story is but um there is a lot of that here and then the group of people were like throwing around the like c word being like oh let's go here and like blah 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 and i shut it down because i was like that's not funny like i don't i don't get like but um it was obviously classic like um can I say this? It was like white males. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, but, um, you can yeah, say just that. Just chuck, chucking it about and not thinking that there was anything wrong with it. And uh, um, yeah, so I think the only sort of racism I really see is um, yeah, like people just being like, "Oh, I got a C H I N K Y at the weekend," or "Lord, that person's a that." But um, I I don't really see it as like I've never really thought of it to be stronger than that or I've never really related to it maybe because I don't actually have many Far East Asian friends or any at all so um it's like I don't really get that narrative I never hear that narrative even so I've become you know so I believe in the term groggy our avid listeners will know this I've become more groggy which I know is very poor English into microaggressions I believe that's what the kids are calling it nowadays and when I think back about it it's there and Mm. when you say the most amount of hate crimes are against people of oriental Asian descent I get it because all the little things that you say all the little things like when a guy goes for an 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 Asian girl they could say oh you've got yellow fever you know they're they're, the hypersexualized the hypersexualization of them as well like there's a whole bloody Pornhub category dedicated. I just think, even if it's subtle, and I, I do have quite a few um, friends from Oriental descent, and they they don't even really talk about it, but I'm sure it's there. And perhaps mm. that's I've been trying to have more conversations with them and kind of going, look, is there anything you've been through? And even then, they they don't really want to say anything. Perhaps it's that you know I'm I'm not speaking for the for the people, but maybe it's that we don't want to cause trouble kind of perspective. Maybe that's why it's not being as reported. What do you think, Chrissy? Yeah, I I agree with you completely. So this guy from Badminton who I, I became quite close with like over the last year or two, um, he he actually opened my eyes a lot because actually at my school, um, we had a lot of people 
from um, places. I think it was like it was mainly China, um, but we did have uh, a few people from like Japan and Korea as well. Um, and uh, but I uh, we didn't really hang out like in my school. It was like <laughs> it was like the brown Asians that it was like those Asians that is like the white people but everyone did like sort of mix as well um but he's kind of opened my eyes because he said recently he was like you know when you go to a club and um I go with a group of lads he's like and we meet another group there that group of guys will address me last he's like they assume that I don't speak very good English like he was born here um and he said like they will always go to the so he's Chinese, but they will always go to the Chinese person last. And I, it got me thinking. And I asked a few of my friends and they sort of said, actually, you know what? Subconsciously, I think that does happen um, Like without really like, you know, choosing to do that. That sort of stuff does happen. Um, and I feel like, you know, like obviously it's, there's a, it's a huge there's a huge amount of people from there. But because the culture is so vastly different to Western culture, um mm. i think it's it's like it people let it off a little bit more that um like people let you off you know if you say something it's not like if someone says the n-word that everyone like you know tells you that's fucking disgusting like a, a lot more people we let it slide don't we and I, i'll be honest i'm probably victim of that as well letting it slide or maybe even like in the past saying something um but yeah, it's a, I feel like it's definitely something that needs to be addressed because it's, um, I feel like that they, he was saying that he feels like they don't really say anything about it. Like they just sort of, um, yeah. <clears throat> off. like they're not as vocal as maybe like the black people or the brown people of the world, which I think, I hope yeah. is a fair thing to say. Yeah. I would say so. Hopefully this doesn't sound wrong or sound like, you know, when you do the racism in a nice, nicely coated way. But for example, in Australia, um, uh, we were going scuba diving, um, and they were saying like, basically being like, you, you sort, well, for us and the group at the time, we sort of had a like stereotype that Asian people are really polite and really nice and like, basically almost say yes to a lot of things and don't want to cause trouble um so um he was basically telling a story about um they wanted to go scuba scuba diving and someone was having trouble but um basically just didn't really say anything and i think from like uni experience um like the sort of people i've come across they um it has been really nice people so i can see why it wouldn't really be reported as much but of course like bad people exist in all cultures but um i can see why that's a thing and maybe also as i say most of the people i'm most of my the asian people i've met has been for uni where they haven't where the people i spoke to at the time just didn't really speak strong english and if that's the only time you've sort of come across us like group of people maybe that's why yeah i get what you're saying like you like you're on your night out and you just assume basically that you're another that they are an international student for example i guess it's all about subconscious bias right so i think about so we all went to university together and Mm -hmm. there was always this the common thing was always all of the people from and I'm going to say China because that's where the, the lar- largest migration of international students came from. Mm-hmm. All of the um, Chinese students, they all just hang out together and they don't integrate. And you mm-hmm. could, I'm sorry, they were always white people who said this because like, yeah. I'm not saying you're all the same, but a lot of you said this. And they'd go, yeah, they just don't integrate with us. They just hang out in their little groups. And I went, mm-hmm. but if you went to China on a year abroad or whatever <laughs> yeah, and there were fair. a group of yeah and there were a group of white people who also went on a on a year abroad. Yeah. Are you really gonna look me in the eye, Matthew <laughs> and Greg? Are you gonna look me in the eye and tell me, Oh I wouldn't just stick with the people I know because you would. You would Yeah. You would. hundred percent. They also mm. like there's a language barrier as well, especially if you're an international student. You're gonna want to hang out with people that feel more like home, um, including <laughs> yeah. like the language. So like I, I completely agree with you, Loretta, and that's the argument I always have because I hate it when ignorant people like that say that. Yeah. Like, oh, why don't they just integrate? I'm like, okay, you try it. You try going to a different <laughs> country and not knowing the language very well. Yeah, honestly, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. 
It's but yeah, true. going forward, um, I hope I hope we can, you know, tr- try and like reduce that stigma. Um, and I guess Make reduce. It. I of, guess it's effort. yeah, m- more of like a, a stereotype as opposed to I think like you know like staunch racism. I think it's definitely more like uh, racial profiling or stereotyping mm. and putting mm. like you know over two billion people into one category, which is just ridiculous. So, we're going to be doing the Sophie Ellis Baxter murder on the dance floor for our very last topic, which is around blackface and the cancelling of popular daytime and evening shows. Take it away, guys. So, we have seen, obviously, with the Black Lives Movement, a lot more things have happened, which is obviously great. We're hopefully seeing a bit more progression. Um, And one thing I've noticed and we've seen is, you know, Celebrities now are coming out and saying, like, oh, we're really sorry for when we played a black character. So, for example, mm-hmm. um, Little Britain, that's one thing. Um, Anton Deck actually apologised. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the the guy who voices Cleveland in the Cleveland show, who's a black yeah. guy, um, has yeah. stepped down because he's a white guy, which, yeah. um, to be honest, I'm not sure how I feel on that. But um, anyway, what are your thoughts, Rolo? Um, so one of my friends asked me this the other day, um, about Little Britain and being like, isn't it just a bit too much? My friend was actually black. Um, and I said, so basically it's a scenario where they could have honestly just flown underneath the radar. I don't remember watching Little Britain. Oh, and I was speaking with another friend about this and I said, it's probably not that deep as in if they left it up, I wouldn't care if they take it down, I wouldn't care. But um, then another friend who'd also watched them recently said um, that it's actually just not funny. Do you know when it's just playing a stereotypical character and it is just pointing, like making jokes at a race and like being like, haha, that's funny because say it was a brown character and they've said something about curry and it's just like, hmm. Just cheap no. shot. Yeah, 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 it's literally that. It's just it's not. It's just a cheap there's joke. There's no talent. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So, um,. I said, personally, at first, I didn't really mind if it's up or not. But now I do think they should be taken down. But it's just, if it's up, I wouldn't have signed a petition to, say, remove Little Britain. And now it's down, I'm not going to sign a petition to, say, Bring it put back. it back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think with blackface, the thing is, there's a huge history. Um, and that's yeah. what it's about. It's not necessarily... Because yeah. I understand... I mean, I never watched Little Britain, but I understand it was the fact that they played every single character in their show. Um, mm. So it, otherwise they wouldn't have had any uh, black or brown characters, right? Yeah. Um, but people don't realise like, it, it all stems down to... Um, there was that famous TV show um, in the, like, 60s where it was, like, stereotypical. I think it was a minstrel show. Actually, I think it was mm. earlier than the 60s. Um, but it was, you know, stereotypical black person being, yeah. like, you know, maybe doing, like, um, I think they were doing, like, sh- stupid things and stuff Eating like that. Watermelon or something like that. Yeah. And that's where the history comes from. So I get why people are annoyed um, because yeah. that was a show that was widely watched. Um, however, I don't know. I guess it's sort of more you've got to look at their intention. What do you think, Loretta? Yeah. <sighs> I honestly, I don't know. And I know that's difficult for me to say that I, I'm not going as far as to say I don't have an opinion, but I, I don't know what's right and what's wrong because with Little Britain, I agree with you. You've got to look at, Little Britain isn't that funny, first of all. So if it was gone, cool. I don't care. Mm. But then other things, and there's other things like, so Uncle Ben, they're changing the face of Uncle Ben. They're changing the face of Aunt Jemima, Mm. right? So those things I get because those stem from racist stereotypes. Fine. Those Those had intention. When the person was making the brand, that's what they were thinking. But then they went and cut in between us, and I was like, "Yo, why? What did you say?" They cut in between us. In between us have gone. What? Really? I recently rewatched the whole of the in between us plus the films, and basically what you're saying is what I was going to say 
just at the end, but I didn't realize you'd mention it because I watched in between us and I was like, some of these jokes, as in it wasn't even like a racial thing, but it's just like some of the things that they're saying was just so, you know, when it's like on PC and it was like this TV show probably would not be made in the same way that it is right now. But I still watched it and mm. I was laughing ear to ear. Like, I was just like, this is so jokes. And it's like, I don't understand. Is it just because that sort of, you know, when it's like the classic British humor or like the classic humor that was just, it was just rude and in your face. And it was just because that's sort of what I feel like I'm grown up with. I still find it funny when <sighs> really it's just, can you make a good show like in between us if you're not going to step on some toes? I, I guess it's that element of are you racist with a capital R or a lowercase yeah. R? You know, mm. are you if your lowercase racist is you know it's it's almost always harmless and you know it, its intention is to be funny. Yeah, and I get from that perspective. So the perspective of Uncle Ben, Aunt Jemima, those going and they're not even going. They're not changing the recipe. They're just changing the face. Like I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm glad it's changing. But things like TV shows that are being cut kind of left right and center especially yeah. something like the in-betweeners i think again you've got to look at the intent you know because <laughs> there are so many bits on in-betweeners where i could go oh my god <laughs> white people you know yeah there are times when there's times where i can say that on like when i'm watching the show and with the so i don't know if you guys know but um Apu from The Simpsons and the Black Doctor from The Simpsons. I don't know his name because I don't actually watch The Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons. They're, they're played by white people and they're being cut. Like the people who play them are now being, they're like, bye. We yeah. know that I get because yeah. it's like, why there are so many black and Asian actors. There's so many BAME actors. Why are you taking a white person? I get it from that perspective. Yeah, but would you have the same energy if a uh, if a black guy was doing the voice of a white cartoon? <sighs> then I'm going to throw back the question to you, like a conservative, and say, how do you feel about you know when people say, oh, blackface, and then they go, but what about white chicks? Yeah. Um, so I thought about this this morning about white chicks, and I went the classic argument that everyone gives about why blackface is like basically like the racist supporters being like why like oh my days there was a film white chicks where two black guys put on white makeup and made fun and i'm like if you turned around and said you're offended by that and that film should be removed i would say remove the film as in so if your argument is that oh no but black people did it to white people in this one particular instance I'm not sure if there are many others, but there could be. Then I'm like, if you think that that's offensive and that's racist, then it should be taken down just as well. Like, it's not a, oh, because you did it, it's okay that we do it. Or Yeah, but there will be uproar because so many people, I mean, to be honest, I, I'm not entirely sure where my stance is, but so many people back white chicks not being racist, which I kind of get, actually. I do yeah. actually agree with that. Um, whereas they would say, you know, like what Little Britain did was racist. So if the like Netflix or whatever it's on took it down, do you know how many people would get mad? Because there's, there's the anger now about like people signing petitions about Little Britain being like, bring it back, it's funny, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but people are being offended by it. So, But then there's just, the argument that people get offended by everything. Yeah, yeah. So with the white chicks thing, it's not that you're offended by it. You're just trying to be like, well, you did it, so leave us alone sort of thing. Not being like, oh, I yeah, found that true, really offensive. Actually. Just trying to be like, ha, like, there's an example. It's basically like trying to point out, say, like, a minor flaw in something else so that your big flaw can be, like, under the radar. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it's sort of like what I said. We we talked about it in a previous episode about reverse racism. So, like, can you be racist to a white person? And I guess it's like, I think you can be prejudiced, but r- racism, you know, it makes it gives you a feeling of being the outsider or whatever. Yeah. And I don't think show like white chicks is doing that um and you're right i think people are just arguing that argument just to say like oh what about us i honestly just think energy we're putting so much energy into you know cancelling little britain bringing back little britain when there's bigger things we can be fighting things like changing aunt jemima 
that's that's a fight you can fight because you know the intention. Beefing Ricky Gervais, like, come on. You know, someone who his intention and I oh, I had a dispute with a friend recently and one of the things we talked about was yes, your feelings are hurt, but you you need to look at my intention. Was it my intention to inflict pain on you? And he just mm. could not see it from my perspective. All he cared about was the output. What was on the inside didn't matter. And I think we spend all of this energy beefing each other on Facebook. And don't get me wrong, I've been calling out people on my timeline. Beefing each other when we should be beefing the man. And I don't, like, I, it's blowing my mind how much we care about shit that could be focused on better things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um but i guess what so what is our hard i guess we've not done a hard stance on the blackface like i'm not saying like the typical blackface of um of like you know history when it was like obviously definitely taking the piss or um ridiculing black people but i'm talking about now um i don't know what are your thoughts like what do you i need a hard stance from you both should little britain be removed the answer is for me yeah yes as in personally i wouldn't mind but as as we've discussed it's about the history of it and the fact that for example say like at a time i'm sure there were many black comedians at a time that would love to have had your own bbc tv show making fun of other black people but obviously weren't given the opportunity so yeah why should, that is true. why should you be getting all the views because you've made a joke that like your sort of position or your colour, for example, has not hindered you from doing. Loretta, what's your stance? I plead the fifth. I'm not saying anything. For God's sake. (laughs) You have to. You've got Uh, a gun to your head. (laughs) You've got to... uh, One last thing. It's the only time you draw for white chicks film being... (laughs) offensive to white people is when black people are being offended by blackface then it means that you do not care about the situation that is very mm-hmm. true I like mm-hmm. that closing statement roland and on that note mm-hmm. we can move into your our stance, outro oh me i i think they should be cancelled to be honest with you whilst i can appreciate that um you know that maybe it wasn't as malicious as you know the history of it has been um and i can appreciate like ant and deck i don't think in any way really are racist people i think it's i think it's like um it's 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 white's um it's white privilege in the fact that they can do that and they could do that at a time when black people couldn't so um that's my stand And we have come to the end. Um, Roland, our first guest, how has your experience been? Um, It's been fun. Um, I didn't realise how difficult it was to actually record a podcast. There's a lot that goes (laughs) on in the background that you don't realise. Also, half the time, because I listen to this when I'm in my car driving um, to a social distance meetup. Um, <laughs> uh, it kind of felt surreal. I was like, oh, I'm listening, but I should be talking because I'm actually on the show. So, yeah. Ah. They say never meet your heroes, but I'm glad to have met you guys. <laughs> oh. Bring me back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe we will. But yes, yeah. thank you for coming on rollo um we've had a uh, a good discussion with you um the topics we spoke about roland do you want to give a, a brief overview of what we discussed if you remember <laughs> so we started with a little cha-cha slide talking <laughs> about um fetishization <laughs> <laughs> basically wanting like being obsessed with um a different race and um, just basically having the wrong intentions, maybe, or it coming across as wrong intentions. Then we did a nay nay into segment on questions, just little icebreakers. Then we did a nay nay into um, 
uh, like Far East Asian racism. And then finally, we discussed blackface and you tried the cancelling of TV shows. Yeah, Roland, you tried. Well done. You tried. <laughs> Mate, I'm um, welcome, bro. Yeah. Well, oh, thank also, you all for tuning in. Oh, one last thing. On. Follow me on Instagram at Rolo Junior. <laughs> oh, no. Shut up. You're not allowed to plug your Instagram. This isn't that. No, no. Do you see me plugging my, my writing? Is By the way, it's at Loretta Longhair, medium.com every Friday. <laughs> So yeah, oh, and and guys, I'm uh, I'm single. So if you want to reach out to me, my uh, my at is um, I am single. <laughs> I'm also single too, and very open. So <laughs> <laughs> this is just us plugging. I'm right for marriage, all right? Someone lock me down. Well, actually, you know, you were saying you're looking for a, a Nigerian girl, um, Loretta. What you are. <laughs> You know, half. I'm only half. I don't discriminate. I'm open to all. Will you take half a Nigerian, Roland? Um, it depends. Do you know, take him. What, what's your signature dish? What do you mean my, sig- my signature Nigerian dish? My signature anything Yeah, dish? a Nigerian dish. Um, Probably egusi stew and eba. Oh, egusi, yeah, yes. So there will be no meat in it. Let me tell you that. Ah, nah, sack it. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Not even, like, as a black person. Just as a person, I don't think I could ever settle down with someone who... No, settle down with someone who wasn't vegetarian. Unless it, like, opens my eyes up. I'll um, open your eyes. And blah, blah, blah. But if if it's like we're just cooking, like, say, our separate meals because I just love meat or, like, they just eat. What do you guys eat? Just, like, pasta? (laughs) Um, to be fair, I, I had the same stance as you, Roland, and then I realised that my mum has been vegetarian her whole life and my dad hasn't. And I'm like, Damn. oh, they did it. So yeah. it's worked out that way. Um, yeah. So. I eat good. She eats good. Roland, thank you for coming on. I hope you've had a good time. Uh, as always, guys, get back in touch with your feedback and we look forward to next week. And it's Blazing yeah. Radio. It's Blazing Radio at gmail.com. One more time for my future husband or wife. That's Blasian Radio at gmail.com. At Rolo Jr. Oh my God, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.